What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Uh, we're so excited today to have with us Melissa Evans of the volleyball team. Melissa, hope you're doing well today. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, doing amazing. It's a, it's a beautiful day to be a state fan, right? So. <laughs> yes, it is. It's an amazing yep. day to be a state fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to kind of first start off kind of talking about, obviously, you're heading into your, your graduate year. So, I mean, first of all, I mean, what have you been up to this summer? Like, you know, basically just like for those state fans who maybe haven't for some reason been following you on social media, which definitely do so. Uh, what, do you, what have you been up to recently, basically, during the off season? Yeah, so um, I went home uh, for the beginning of summer. Um, I just started an internship probably in June, beginning of June. Um, it ends in two weeks. So just really been doing that and came back to Raleigh and just have been working out with the volleyball team, getting ready for preseason, uh, which mm-hmm. starts August 5th. So really just been here working out and just trying to do some work and potentially figure out what my career is going to look like after school. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and because that kind of leads in, uh, I had this, I was going to ask about this a little later, but I guess it kind of times up. But so I know that uh, you're majoring in communications. So mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of ask, I mean, what is your like, you know, idea or, or, or what is your choice in terms of career? Yeah. So with my concentration in communication, I did it in media. Um, I really wanted to get involved in media, whether it's on TV or behind the TV or doing social media. Um, so I got an internship that is relatively around sports and social media. So I'm posting about sports, the Olympics, anything you can name it, uh, influencer fights, MMAs, basically NBA finals. Um, and it's been a great opportunity to, to figure out like what I wanted to do. Um, I think you've seen that we have uh, pack talks. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a great thing. It's in front of the camera. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to kind of figure out where I want to be in the communications realm, whether it is on camera or behind the scenes or maybe both. Hopefully I can create my own uh, position with two in one, you know, doing social media as well as TV production. But right now I'm getting my master's in diversity and inclusion in TV production. So. Wow. That's a heck of a name right there. Well, good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank and, you. <laughs> and, and, and so, I mean, you know, I mean, I did want to kind of ask in terms of uh, the pack talks. I know I actually did watch the episode where you guys interviewed or, or got the tour of Reynolds Coliseum with Derek Wittenberg. And uh, so how was that experience? I mean, I know with Derek, I mean, he's a character. He's he's hilarious. He's a lot of fun. So I'm sure it was easy for you and Grant Gibson. But uh, I mean, how was that experience then? How did that originally start? Yeah, so um, I've known Derek Wittenberg probably since my freshman year, which was in 2017. I had mm-hmm. to interview him for one of my journalism classes, and we just kept that connection. Um, great man, like you said, he's hilarious. I can go to him for anything. Um, and I always see him at blend at Raleigh. Like he's That's his new spot, so if you do want to see him, there's your little place you should go and see him. Um, but we just reached out, and you know he's been in Reynolds forever. His office is in Reynolds. He played in Reynolds. I've been in Reynolds, but I didn't know all the history behind it. Um, Reynolds has those little things where it has like those little bits of history, but getting Derek Wittenberg to explain it all and be like, this is where I was during this time. And this is history being made. It was just amazing. And to hear his stories about, you know, his games in Reynolds Coliseum and all the people that he's met, it was just amazing. Um, And it was just a great tour all in all. Amen. That's awesome. And uh, so kind of perfect timing. Wanted to kind of take take it back a little bit to when you first started falling in love with the game of volleyball. So when when would you say you kind of first were introduced or really kind of decided to, uh, I guess, commit to the game of volleyball 
And then did did your uh, mom's history of playing volleyball uh, have anything to do with it per se? Yeah. So when me and my sister were younger, um, we used to play all the sports you can name it: um, basketball, softball, gymnastics for a little, even did some ballet. And my dad just really gave us, you know, he's like, you can pick whatever you want to do. Don't let us influence us, uh, you guys on what you want to do. So my dad used to play basketball and football. So he was my coach in basketball and I'm not good at basketball like at all. I can't even shoot a layup. So I was like, that's not my sport. Um, so me and my sister did softball and soccer. And then we moved to Colorado for my dad's work. And then we just kind of picked up volleyball. We did beach volleyball at first. And that is really hard. Can't lie. That was probably one of the hardest, you know, workouts I've ever done. And then mm-hmm. we went to Colorado and they don't have beaches. Um, so I had to kind of figure out what I wanted to do next. And I just decided that volleyball was probably the best for me. And so mm-hmm. started when I was 12. And then my mom helped us out trying to figure out what positions we wanted to do. And if we actually mm-hmm. wanted to do volleyball at the collegiate level. Yep. Um, and then here we are uh, many there years you later are. in 2021 being a 21 year old volleyball player. So it's been great. Love it. That's awesome. And, and cause you know, you mentioned basically coming out of Colorado originally. So how'd you end up at NC state? It's a long way from Colorado to Raleigh, North Carolina. So yeah. Yeah. It's even longer from California. <laughs> That's true. But we were in Colorado when we were getting recruited. I think I was like probably 13 when I first started getting recruited. Um, and mm-hmm. that was more of like the local, uh, colleges like CSU, Colorado State University, uh, CU Boulder, uh, New Mexico. And that was probably the first. And then started getting into like my 15s and 16s. And I was like, Oh, this is serious. I have to pick a college. Um, yeah. crazy thought. I'm not going to, didn't think I would ever be a college athlete, but like mm-hmm. I said, here I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I used to talk to Arizona State University and my former coach, um, used to coach there. And so one day I got a random call from North Carolina State University. They're like, Hey, um, I used to be the coach at Arizona State and I would love for you to be one of my first recruits at NC State. And me and my sister were like, that's cool. Never really heard of anything in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandparents used to live in Charlotte. So we were like, this would be a great time to, you know, be in North Carolina and be around them and see them and, you know, have them come to my games and stuff. So mm-hmm. we came to a visit and we absolutely fell in love. Um, met Derek Wittenberg on my very first visit and it was just nice. amazing hearing him tell me all about the things about Jimmy V, um, going to the national championship winning. Um, and it just, mm-hmm. the culture at NC State really felt amazing. It felt like a, a family away from a family. Um, and that's what I really needed, especially being across the country. Uh, I did not want to go to a school that really did not feel like it was inclusive. Um, or didn't, you know, give me the opportunities to be more than an athlete and, you know, branch out and figure out what I want to do for a career. Because most people outside of sports who's not playing at a collegiate level, they have so much time to figure out what they wanted to do. And that was a huge thing that I wanted to figure out. Even though I have a busy schedule, I really wanted to figure that out, especially when I was younger. And NC State gave me all the opportunities that I could ever imagine um, to be a collegiate athlete and, you know, figure all that out. And then my family moved to California and cross country is about a seven hour flight. So that's fun to do, you know, twice a year, but um, it's been great so far. And like I said, it's just a family away from my family. So couldn't want any other experience. 
Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Dress-Up protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Dress-Up. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And, and you know, one thing too, which uh, you know, you kind of mentioned about the, you know, the culture and the history and the tradition. What would you, what would you feel it would take in terms of, uh, you know, kind of taking it to the next level? Because you know, I think obviously for for you guys and for the whole team, the goal is to win AC championship. You know, mm-hmm. compete for the NCAA title and all that jazz. So, I mean, you know, how close would you say that you feel this team is? And I mean, what do you think you know it would take it would take to kind of get there? Yeah. So obviously, when you get a first like a new coach and a new whole new staff, not just one coach, it was basically three new coaches. You have mm-hmm. to adapt to their learning environment and how they coach people. So the first, I mean, granted, COVID did happen, and we were supposed to have he got hired in February, and we we're supposed to have you know that whole spring semester to really get to know them and know how they want to coach us and how they want us to compete. But COVID happened. So we all had to go home. I had to go back to California. My teammates, two of my teammates had to go, one had to go back to Greece and the other one had to go back to Hawaii. So we were all just spread out across the country. And the only thing we could really do in that moment was just talk to each other over zoom and, you know, try to figure out workouts that we could do together to still have that team bonding aspect. Cause that's a huge part, especially in volleyball. And mm-hmm. then we came back for summer workouts, probably July of 2020. And that was still really difficult because we had all these restrictions with volleyball. Like we couldn't be like the whole team. It was like 15 of us. We couldn't be in the same gym. So we had to do like breakout rooms or not breakout rooms, but breakout groups. Um, so it was mm-hmm. kind of like the juniors and seniors and then the freshmen and sophomore. And that was still really hard because you didn't have your coaches that, you know, that you've been with four years, at least for me, I didn't have the same coach. So it was a new coach for basically two weeks. And we really just had to figure out how we wanted to compete for that fall. So that mm-hmm. fall was more of that, like learning um, and how he wants us to coach. So that fall was definitely a learning experience. You can't start off really well, especially when you have a new coach and new culture, especially a new mm-hmm. teammate. So that was more of, like I said, that learning curve of, okay, this is how you want to play. This is how you play. How do we mesh that together and be better yep. for the spring? So then we Love came it. back in January. Um, and we just were like, you know what? We have to change how we're playing. Like we can't play like we did with our old coach because obviously that's not how we were winning. Like we weren't winning that many games and we weren't being successful except for my freshman year. Um, we weren't just being successful. And we were like, something has to change. So yep. we decided we want them to coach us as hard as they possibly could. Um, not as intense as he does for the USA team, but kind of somewhere in between where he can still push us as collegiate athletes and understand that we have other ties like in education, community service, being members of Raleigh, not just, you know, being student athletes in Raleigh. We want to be in this culture and in this community. So we had that. And then this spring we were a lot more successful. Um, and it's just been on a ramp ever since. Like this summer has been a little challenging too, because he's with the Olympics. Go yeah. USA, but yeah. you know, not the best for <laughs> his team, but we understand and we have great coaches like Meg and Luke that have came in and stepped up in our summer workouts and have been here. These are the times you can come in and do open gym. Here are some of the workouts. Here's some of the practice mm-hmm. plans. Do what you want. So 
we had a, it's the summer is more of like that fun aspect where you're just figuring out what your teammate wants and how your teammate plays, especially with the yep. freshmen. And then mm-hmm. he comes back in a few weeks and we start preseason August 5th. So it's going to be yep. an exciting fall. Hopefully it's unlike any of them I experienced minus the freshman yep. year. Hopefully we can get back to freshman year, but that's yep. the goal. So. Yep. Absolutely. Well, well, and cause I mean, definitely, I, I think, uh, you know, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, I definitely th- would, would project, especially with, with coach Slavi being with team USA that, I mean, that's, that's gotta be a great, even recruiting tool as well, you know, for even oh, yeah. the next, uh, next players as well. So, yeah. and I'm sure even like when you, when you originally heard, you know, coach Slavi of, of team USA is coming to coach you, you were like, Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Like, you know, well, fun fact, nice. I actually played for him. Um, so I did team USA, I think it was like 2018 or 2019 that summer mm-hmm. and it was great because you know I was with the best girls in the country so it was kind of interesting and then gets practice and it's Lucas Labe and I was like oh I've heard of him heard of coach Karch and all of them and I was like oh like this is crazy you know being in this environment never thought mm-hmm. he would be my collegiate coach but not upset at about it no um and it's kind of interesting because I one of the girls used to play for my club so um, it was just like so cool to see her at this huge level, just competing mm-hmm. and playing hard and, you know, representing Team USA, which was amazing. And then met Luca, had a few words with him. And I was like, this is great. You know, I could take yeah. this forever. And now he's my coach. And like, I've had multiple conversations with him, multiple phone mm-hmm. calls, multiple times that I'm in his office, just talking about nonsense. And it's been great. So can't complain yeah. about Luca Sabe. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've loved everything you've done so far, but just definitely uh, can't wait to get back in the gym and, uh, and, and see y'all in person. It's, uh, yeah. you know, COVID has definitely blown for that aspect for sure. So, um, oh, yeah. so, you know, one of the things in terms of reflecting, so, I mean, yeah, you're heading into your, your fifth year at NC State. So I wanted to kind of ask, you know, what would you say besides the coaching change, if you had to kind of say, what was, what's the biggest change from the time you stepped on campus to now? What, what would you, what would you kind of pinpoint on? Uh, cause, cause, you know, I know that you kind of actually came in right when the renovations for rentals were done. So, you know, yeah. you can't say, can't say that. So, uh, <laughs> I was kind of, kind of wanted to pose that to you to see what you would say to that. Probably the biggest change as of right now, we just got a new locker room. So that was yes. a big change. Um, yes. we didn't have that many girls that could, I mean, we had many lockers, but we had two girls that really couldn't use a locker locker. Like it didn't have a door. So mm. end of spring, he's just like, Hey, we're getting in the locker room. Take your stuff out and you'll come back and you'll have a new locker room. And we're like, that's sick. And, that's awesome. and they didn't tell us anything. Like we had no idea what they were doing with the locker room, what they were putting in. Um, so we, one day we had lift and we just came in there like the locker room's ready. And we went in and it was amazing. I can't even speak. It's like speechless. So amazing. Mm-hmm. We have led lights. Um, and sometimes you could just turn on the LED lights and it lights up the whole room and it just looks sick. Um, we yeah. did our photo shoot in there and would never, you would never expect someone to have a video shoot in a locker room, but when ours is so dope, why not? Yeah. Um, another change probably would personally would be my involvement outside of volleyball. I feel like I've been very involved in campus engagement, um, you know, giving back to the community. Um, and kind of figuring out what I want to do for my career. And that's also being involved in the community as much as possible. Um, that's probably been my biggest change. You know, volleyball is going to have to end eventually. You know, there's not a lot of pro opportunities. I will, you know, hopefully be going pro, but it's not going to last forever. It's not, it's not like basketball and it's not like football. 
So you really have to figure out, you know, what's going to happen after that. And that change probably didn't happen until my junior year. And I was just like something, I need money somehow, you know, I need a salary and I need a grown up job. So that was probably my biggest personal change, I would say. Yeah. Totally forgot to mention about the locker room, but yeah, no, I, I remember seeing it and it, because I mean, for me and for us at Tuffy Talk, you know, one of the biggest things, and for those who haven't heard us before, one of the biggest things we are big, big pushers of is, is the all around pack mentality that, you know, it's not just men's basketball, football, or even just women's basketball. Like it's softball, it's volleyball, it's, it's all of them. They all deserve love and they all deserve the same amount of respect because at the end of the day, you know, they are going places like with volleyball. There's no doubt that, you know, with the bringing out coach Slabe and then the, Obviously, the you know the push for uh, facilities with with the new Reynolds Coliseum and then the locker room, like it, it's just a matter of time before before volleyball yeah. even really starts to win some AC championships here. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, no that that that's awesome and uh, and this glad year. So you know one of the things I want to kind of take a look at. So you know your freshman year, you came on and you were literally killing it. I mean, thirteen matches, you were second team in kills. And then all of a sudden you had an injury. And so, you know, I know obviously that was a bummer to say the least, but, you know, wanted to kind of overall kind of, when you take a look back at, at your freshman year, um, you know, do you feel like, uh, cause I know you're able luckily enough to come back, but what would you say that are the biggest strides that you've made in your game since your freshman year, even though you did come on so strong, um, you know, what would you say the biggest change has been in terms of your, your overall game style? Um, I probably have two. So the first one would be an all-around player. My freshman year, I only played three positions, was just the front row. And mm-hmm. my coach sat me down, my former coach sat me down and was like, if you want to be on the court, like you have to play all around. There's no way around it. Um, you have to figure out how to hit out of the back row and you have to figure out how to dig and how to play defense and all of this. So that was probably my biggest change in that one. And I was like, okay, if I want to be the player that I can be and I know I can be, I have to be better at every single aspect. Um, and that also contributed in being me being more consistent and being more reliable on the team. It wasn't just like you set me for kills. It was more of like you can set me out of system and I can put the ball in and get them out of system and get them in trouble as well as killing ball, as well as serving mm-hmm. and as well as playing defense. Um, yep. So that was probably my biggest change. Um, freshman year going on, I was like, if I can hit out of the front row, why not try it at the back row? And it's been very mm-hmm. successful. Um, and then the second change would probably be taking on this leadership role on the team was given the opportunity my sophomore year. And I definitely dropped the ball on that. Did not know how to lead. I was like, I just come in and hit balls. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Um, and I've had many teammates be like, you know, we're going to leave soon and you're going to have to step up and be this leader that everyone can look on and lean on and, you know, ask questions outside of volleyball and, you know, get the team rallied about, you know, winning and, you know, being good in, in school and all these things. And I was like, I don't think I can, but you know, something in my mind changed. I was like, you know, so it, like it changed my freshman year. Why can't I just do these for the other women on the team that, you know, are amazing in every single aspect. Why can't I just yeah. be there for them and be like, here, let's push ourselves in this way. Or we're having an off day. Come talk to me. So that was probably my biggest change. And I think junior year, um, was named captain and ever since, you know, was put in that role. And I love this role so much. Like I said, I feel like I can mm-hmm. blossom and become this woman that I can and know I am capable of being. I'm um, in leading mm-hmm. people and also knowing to be a team leader when I have to. So those are probably my two biggest changes. 
I love it. Perfect answer right there. I, I love, um, yeah. I mean, from, from the actual playing aspect and then even from the mentality aspect. So, so definitely two great answers there. Um, so now kind of taking a look back, I mean, obviously you've played in many games. You came into NC State playing and were on the court. So I wanted to kind of ask, you know, if you had to kind of pinpoint a favorite moment or favorite game that you've played in so far at your time at NC State, I know you're, you're processing them all right now, but. <laughs> You, you, I played even, a lot. <laughs> you, you played. That's what I'm saying. You played a lot of games of state, but I'm sure you played a lot, a lot of fun ones and a lot of big ones as well. Oh, so yeah. I wanted to kind of ask you about that. And so, and you can even give me even two if you need to as well, even if you can't narrow it down to one. I probably have three. <laughs> three. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I have three. Um, so the first one is probably my very first game at NC State. It was against Kansas, and at the time they were very good. They were mm-hmm. always going to the tournament, um, and I was definitely so scared. <laughs> I got on the court. She's like, you're going to start. And I was like, you're, you sure? Like me mm-hmm. as a 17-year-old, you want me to play against these 22-year-old women? Like not just like teenagers, like women? Okay. So um, that game, I think I had 17 kills, um, wow. and it was probably my season high for that season. Um, and it was just crazy. Like the whole atmosphere of being a college athlete, you know, having the fan base, you know, actually care for volleyball rather than high school, it's your friends and, you know, other athletes, but it was like the whole community really came out and showed support. Um, and that was just so fun. Like I said, the environment, even though we lost, like that was, we went to five sets with one of the best teams in the country back in the Mm -hmm. day. Like you can't, that can't top anything else. Um, and then my second one would probably be also my freshman year when we played Oregon State um, in the NCAA tournament. So that was probably like three weeks out of when I was like actually playing and, you know, getting over my injury, not being scared to, you know, jump and play in a full mate game. Um, mm-hmm. So that game, you know, it was like I said, it was a five setter. So that was just amazing. Yeah. We made history in that game. Um wouldn't want it any other way with any other team. That team was so fun and amazing the whole entire year. There was not a dull moment. We were all just so competitive. And, you know, we also had a new coach that moment. And we were like, we have to change something. Like, obviously, the other coach wasn't doing as well and wasn't getting us the results as a, you know, as a university. So we need something to change. And then, you know, we went to the tournament that year. And that was just so amazing. Even though I was on the sideline for some of it, wouldn't change it for any moment and then got to play that game and made history for NC state. So that was amazing. And mm-hmm. then my last one would probably be my career high against Miami. I had 24 kills. Um, that was in 2019. Uh, we were at Miami and my best friend, she's from Miami. So there was a huge rivalry with like her and her friends. Um, and you know, it was so fun. Um, I love playing in Miami. It's just, I mean, it's like a destination. Why wouldn't you want to go play in Miami? Um, but I had 24 kills and it was just such an amazing game for me. And I wasn't really expecting it to be you know, a high um, game for me, but I was just like, I'm just going to keep banging balls and hopefully they'll touch it and, you know, tool off the block and do all these things that I've had for three years to work on. Um, so it was just so fun playing in that game. Love it. Yep. Nope. I I completely see why you couldn't pick between three of them. They're they're all they're all great in their different ways. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much, Melissa. And, and again, uh, please make sure again if you guys haven't already, uh, please make sure to hit that subscribe button for us. It really helps support us in the channel. Please give us a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter, Instagram. Please like this video if you enjoyed it. Check out all the other all of our other great NC State content. 
And please make sure also to go give Melissa a follow on her Twitter, Instagram, and uh, all of her social media information is in the video description below. And uh, please make sure to uh, join in uh, on Thursday as we have our second part of our conversation here with Melissa. So make sure to tune in then. Thank you so much. As always, go pack, y'all. Go pack. Thank you.